Hello, race fans, and welcome to episode number 37 of the LaGrange Media Podcast with yours truly, Toby LaGrange. This week, we sit down with a driver. Well, if you've been around the Capital District for any length of time, you recognize the name. And now he's back in the Slingshot Division. That's Justin House. Justin House is next here on the LaGrange Media Podcast, right after a word from Classic Muscle Parts and the Glen Ridge Motorsports Park. Are you looking for a hard-to-find part for your vehicle? Then look no further than Classic Muscle Parts. Owned and operated by Jay Fitzgerald, Classic Muscle Parts specializes in rare and hard-to-find automotive parts for all years and models. Classic Muscle Parts is unlike most businesses in that in addition to selling parts, they are always looking to buy the parts that you have stored away for safekeeping. Located in Galway, they are an easy drive from anywhere in the Capital Region. So give them a call today at 518-857-0311 or find them online at www.stores.ebay.com slash Classic Muscle Parts. And of course, give them a like on Facebook. Classic Muscle Parts, the place to go for those rare and hard to find auto parts. So let me ask you a question. When the weather is nice, do you have plans on Sunday nights? You don't. Well, you should, and they should include the Glen Ridge Motorsports Park. Located off Mary's Lane in Fultonville, the Ridge House Weekly Dirt Car 315 Modified, Dirt Car Sportsman, and Dirt Car Pro Stock Action, plus a whole heck of a lot more. So be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and make sure you check out our website at www.glenridgemp.com. That's www.glenridgemp.com. The Ridge. You're home for Dirt Car Sunday Nights. This week, we're going to welcome a name you've probably heard of before here in the Capital District, Justin House, here on the LaGrange Media Podcast. Justin, thanks for being on with us today. No problem, absolutely. All right, Justin, you're back in racing again, but what do you do away from the track? So when I'm away from the track every fourth day for 24 hours, I'm a firefighter for the city of Gloversville. Um, outside of that, I do some odds and ends. I still work at the family business up to Powerhouse Motorsports. And, uh, you know, basically, other than that, find time for uh, my wife and my four-year-old daughter. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan to me. Now, let's talk about racing a little bit. You got involved in racing a long time ago, and you're back here in the slingshots. Before we get into your past, what brought you back? Um, to be honest with you, Cody Blue. Um, Cody and I were talking one day, just busted balls, and... Um, Oh, if I could say that, sorry. Um, just, just, uh, and he's like, you know, Andrew Millard has a, another slingshot. Why don't you reach out to him for indoor, you know, the, um, the indoor race series and said, all right. So Andrew and I were, you know, pretty good friends and still are, um, basically through the fire side of it. Cause he's a firefighter for, uh, Mohawk fire department and works at Vandermolen fire apparatus. And next thing you know, I'm at racing indoor and, um, Obviously, it all led into I'm driving for Dad Bod Racing now and Brett Pubman and Jason Dufel. And, um, yeah, that's where we are. That's what brought me back. Honestly, it was Cody Blue. So, All right. Well, big thank you to Cody Blue for bringing you back into the sport. Now let's get in the time machine to go way back. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how many years it's been now. It's got to be 20 by now. Right. What got you into the sport in the first place? Um, honestly, um, my dad racing. So my dad grew up racing uh, snowmobiles, dragging them, racing around ovals on the ice. Um, and, you know, my grandfather had ties in with uh, Ray Dalmata and Larry Dalmata. And 
after the big cars and that's what got me into go-karts at five and i raced go-karts for a while took a year or two off and then uh got into the big cars sportsman and then to modified and then took a few years off and now we're back to slingshots so let's go back to those sportsman days what do you remember about that first season down down in fonda with the sportsman um scary not really i mean basically you go from anything that's smaller what helped me out a ton were the slingshots um back in the day i'm one of the original ogs a couple of guys bust my you know you know what because when the slingshots first came around new york state in this area around 2002 2003 i was one of the first ones to have one so i raced those until 2004 and then got out of it and then at the end of 2004 is when i got to sportsman um and went down to fonda and took my first practice laps halfway through the year um the big cars are a great learning curve especially if you want to broaden your career get bigger in your career um but i will tell you the first time i went out on the track i'm like i don't i don't have a clue what i'm doing here you know everything before that was all centrifugal clutches no different go-karts and slingshots are still today you know now you got a transmission you got a shift you got to do everything of that nature so took me about two or three laps i'm like oh maybe i got the hang of this right and went from there so there you go now like i said it's been a long time since you first started racing the sports we took some time off um talk about the end of the sports and what got you out of the sport um i went down south um i went to uti uh, or nti the nascar technical institute um had a kind of a deal working with felix about ganassi racing um and basically i'm not gonna lie i probably could have took it further down there it was just who had the biggest pocketbook and that was right during the time of all the big teams consolidating or becoming one team you know merged teams like you know um you know all the bigger names kind of consolidated like roush yates and dei and Earnhardt and the whole nine yards so um it was just a tough time to be down there um a lot of places were flopping over and I came back. Um, I might not have raced, but when I did come back, I started um, helping Dustin Delaney um, with the dirt stuff and the tail end of the asphalt stuff and the dirt stuff. Um, and then we raced that out until he had enough of it. Um, and then I kind of took a kid named Cody Clark under my wing. And uh, we all know where he is today. I'll just leave it at that. Um, so now here I am back kind of doing my own deal. And uh, that's basically all I could say about that. So, All right, so you're down south. You went to school. You went through the program. What did you learn down there that you brought back here that's helped you racing? Um, a lot of setup techniques, a lot of um, at the time. Um, obviously, down there is a, a ton more advanced than up here. Um, I brought a lot of that back. Now, it's nothing. To be honest with you, it's really nothing because all the big cars went to, the, you know, the whole coil and left side J-bars and pan-arm bars and stack racks and stuff of that nature. Um, but I, I, I learned a lot of chassis setup. I learned a lot of team management. I learned a lot of how to take that, that kid that you know has talent but really hasn't had the right coaching and make him a driver. Um, and that was like the deal with Cody and I. It kind of just fell together, right, um, at the perfect time. Um, and, and maintenance and I'll keep stuff of that nature. That's pretty much the biggest things I took out of down south, so. Now, you're from Mayfield. So what's it like going from Mayfield to down south? Um, the weather. Uh, it's pretty sticky. Um, a lot of people are slow. Like, I, the only one way to say this, their, their movement is slower. The way they handle things are slower. We're up here. We're, like, 
boom 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 they're well we'll get that in a couple minutes let's go down to the bar have a beer or let's grab some lunch like they're a little slower um it was definitely different down there it was a good it was a good experience for sure uh, you mentioned you're one of the original slingshots up here which means here at the ridge what do you remember from back then um track was a lot different um i remember walking around this place back when you know the um which we'll call it first opened it up and custom bob was a promoter and we're we, the first week was supposed to be warm-ups and we went around with a five gallon pail and picked rocks out of the place and it was a lot smaller then um it was a lot different uh the, you know because the slingshot division itself has advanced technology wise even though a lot of people don't think it has with clutch savers and crank savers and you know different types of swing arms to stiffen everything up and and setup wise i mean back in the day you never put a slingshot on a set of scales today we put all four of the dad rock cars on a set of scales just to keep up with aj so <laughs> and dan ballard and those guys so you know and 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 that's the other thing is the competition back then was pretty strong i mean there was there was 20 to 30 of us on a weekly basis and a lot of big names you still hear you know pep karate um uh, jeff tromley um drove my parents backup car um myself uh danny santa barbara i mean the list goes on and mark, mark Mortensen, brett or not brett but um luke monroe i mean the list goes on and on and on who came out of slingshots that have made themselves and now we take a step back the very humbling thing was when I went to Indoor this year and I literally was racing against Grant Hilfinger, who I used to race sportsman against back when we were in college still. And now here we are indoor and we're banging bumpers and we're like, we're back in slingshots, dude. What are we doing kind of deal? So it's um, it's a very humbling class. Indoor is very humbling. And, and this class, like I said, there's a ton of competition. My car owner, Brad Pullman, is probably one of the best aces in this class. And every single week we've been out on the track I got lucky once at Kuroga. He had a mishap with the car, and that's how I got by him. He pushes me to my limit every single time we're out in the track, and I'm racing with him. So, so what's your schedule going to look like for this year? Um, with my work schedule at the firehouse and the days I get off and what I could do, um, if pretty much I can be here, I'll be here. If uh, we're not camping, if we're not doing this, I just got back from a week-long camping trip up to Louis Lake. Um, and luckily, I was, I was lucky enough that my wife let me come racing tonight. So um that's pretty much how it is when i can race i'm going to be racing when i when i can't i i'll just be watching on the cushion or flow or whatever you want to call it so hey sounds good it's all about having fun who do you guys think um first and foremost dad bod racing jason Dufel, um bpr racing brett Putman. um you know without those guys i won't be here today um my uncle bill and my aunt diane for sure um they, my uncle bill really stepped up this year helped me out a ton um stump city brewing um, a day home improvements, um, milk train LLC, Dustin Pink and his wife, Katie helped, helped me out a ton. Um, Matt Schroeder, snap on, uh, Jason Fettinger, um, or Josh Fettinger, excuse me, um, Mako, um, and all the little sponsors that get me to the track back and forth, fuel sponsors, powerhouse motorsports, my parents, um, you know, they help me out when they can. Um, that's pretty much it. And, and and the fans. I mean, if it wasn't for the fans and, like, here we are tonight and a ton of money put up for slingshots, this is unheard of. I mean, it really is. I mean, what you do for the sport and, and you know, everybody else that has stepped up to put this on, you know, it's it's uh, it's unreal. I mean, if, I, if you asked me back in the day when I was racing slingshots before if I'd ever go to a track local and race for $1,000 plus to win um, in a slingshot, you're, you're nuts. I would have told you you're nuts, and here we are today doing it. So thank you. Well, we're happy to do it. We're also really happy to have you back here, not only at the Ridge, but in the sport. And that's Justin House here on the LaGrange Media Podcast.
A big thank you to Justin for taking the time to sit down with us here on the podcast this week. That'll do it for this week's episode. Until next time, remember, stay safe and support those that support racing. So long for now. What if I told you there was a company run by racers for racers that was not only local, but offers affordable pricing? Would you be interested? Well, I hope you would be. And if not, you should be, because there is. Swagger Factory Apparel is the fastest growing motorsport safety wear company in the Northeast. Swagger Factory Apparel are builders of SFI certified Nomex fire suits, gloves, shoes, underwear, and more for all motorsports applications. They also specialize in sublimated crew shirts, hoodies, jackets, cartware, and more. Contact Mike Jackson today via their website at www.sfracewear.com. That's www.sfracewear.com. Or visit one of their expert dealers such as R3 Graphics, JK Signs, DH Graphics, or KDP Promotions. Swagger Factory Apparel. Quality, safety, and style. Fire racers, four racers, all at affordable prices. Located right here in the Mohawk Valley.